You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast and Network, your team every day. Happy Monday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Today, we're going to spend the whole episode talking about how Florida Gators are performing in NFL training camps. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I'm gone this week, but don't worry. There's still going to be a new episode every day. As always, they were just recorded last week. There's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Locked On SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, <laughs> there was a literally, literally no reason for me to burn through it that quick. I just like, I started hot and I was just like, I'm going to keep going until I until I can't or until I get through it. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sorry. I hate myself sometimes, <laughs> uh, but I'm having fun with it. I hope you guys at least enjoyed it. Got a laugh at the speed. I don't. I don't know. I had a blast with it. But uh, yeah, today whole episode is going to be about training camp. Um, I've pretty much broken it up into like three or four players in each segment, um, and the last ones I think five or six players. Uh, but yeah, so the first segment we've, we're talking about this year's rookie we got this year's rookies and then one guy that's not from this year hey siri thanks um so first up we've got kyle pitts um who we know everyone's going to love because again the highest drafted tight end in nfl history florida gators kyle pitts beautiful um He's been getting a ton of praise. Um, again, a lot of this is from social media and stuff, but he's been getting a ton of praise. Uh, he went like semi-viral, I want to say, for a sick touchdown catch. And from what I've read, at least, and what I've heard from people that have been around, um, they've been moving him around the formation a lot, like out wide, in the slot, in line tight end, just like move tight end. Like he's He's been moving around a lot, which is... Again, that's something we expected just because he's Kyle Pitts. Like, that's what he did a lot in college. But also, uh, Arthur Smith is the head coach of the Falcons. And that's what he did a lot with Jonu Smith. And that's what he's done a lot with his tight ends that he's had. Uh, So that's not something that's, like, totally out there. Um, But, I mean, it's it's still a beautiful thing. Like, even though it's what we expected, I'm glad to see, like, this is how it started off for Kyle Pitts. And I'm hoping that it continues to just keep climbing. Next up is Kadarius Tony, who I spent some time talking about last week now. Um, but like, I, I wanted to circle back to this just to be fair. Um, again, I'm not going to get through every Gator in the NFL because we're just such an elite program that we have so many guys up there. But uh, I felt like it'd be silly to not cover the first or one of the first round picks from this year. Um, so I'm going to go through it again. Uh, he's been playing primarily outside or in the slot. Like he's been moving around there. I have not heard of him working in the backfield yet, but 
I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we see it happen at some point. Or, I mean, it could be something that they're keeping close to the chest. Um, that's another possibility with Kadarius Tony here. Uh, he's been working as a punt returner, which, again, is not new information, and it is not surprising information. It is what we expected because he did it in college. He got drafted by a team where the head coach was a special teams coordinator. This is not a drill. Like, this is something he's going to probably do. I want to stress that. Again, stop being dumb. Um, <laughs> sorry, that, that really just, it, it kind of peeves me off when people are like, oh my goodness, what a shocking thing. The first round pick that, punt, that returned punts in college is returning punts. Like, no, that's what Florida does. Our receivers play special teams. Get used to it. I apologize if you can hear my neighbors in the backyard. They're being they're being very loud. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, my neighbors are being very loud. They have they have their kids. It's a nice day out. Why not? Um, sheesh. Uh, we have Marco Wilson is the third Gator to talk about. Uh, rookie corner, of course, got drafted by the Falcons on day three. And one thing that I am loving that I've heard so far is that Marco Wilson has supposedly uh, latched on to Byron Murphy to help teach him. And I was a huge fan of Byron Murphy in the draft. Like I believe when he came out, uh, I am 95% certain that I had him as corner one the year that he came out. So like, I was a huge fan of Byron Murphy. I still am a huge fan of Byron Murphy. Like I think he is great for the Cardinals. And I think that He's going to be fantastic in helping Marco Wilson develop and really take the next steps towards his game. Because like when Marco Wilson's on, he's on. He's just so wildly inconsistent. So hopefully being able to learn from a uh, semi-veteran like Byron Murphy, like he'll be able to take those next steps and develop some consistency. Uh, also, during practice, he did pick off former number one overall pick Kyler Murray, which is a beautiful thing. Um Kyler Murray, who went to Oklahoma, which will soon be an SEC school. Uh, that's kind of irrelevant, but it's a fun fact to bring up. Uh, and I also like that Marco Wilson poked fun at himself uh, because someone threw a shoe at DeBaby at a concert. Um, and I'm not going to get into the whole DeBaby thing. Like, that's just not... No. Um, so I'm not going to get into that. But someone threw a shoe at DeBaby. Uh and Marco Wilson tweeted, like, I think he said, like, my bad fam or something like that, just, like, poking fun at himself during the shooter in the LSU game. Um, I just, like, I feel like Marco Wilson's kind of grown up a bit in this very short time since he left Gainesville. Uh, like, he's, like, I get that doesn't seem like a grown-up thing to do, but, like, being able to poke fun at your own mistakes and your own uh, miscues, that's an important thing to do, so I'm, I'm really pulling for Marco. Uh, and last, we have Jawan Taylor, who was, of course, with the Gators a couple years ago. Uh, it was a first round or second round pick to the Jaguars. Should have been a first round pick, but I believe it was a knee issue that popped up pre-draft that kind of held him back a bit. Um, he's been all right so far, but during this offseason, he seems to be much improved. Like I've heard that he was just like, again, it was like the first padded day of practice by the time I'm recording this. Uh, but from what I've heard, he was absolutely dominant and like expectations are higher than they previously were just because he's looked so damn clean um, that they're really expecting him to really take these next steps and become a hopefully dominant franchise tackle for the Jaguars. 
as we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion Coconut Brownie Chunk. Personally though, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. Um, <laughs> if you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. Uh, usually, when I'm home, I'll be like, hey, like I want something sweet or something. I need. I got like a sweet tooth I gotta get. I'll eat some kind of built Bar. Um, now, I'm in Miami. I can guarantee you I'm, I'm eating whatever junk I want. But once I come back, it's back to the diet. Built Bar is your low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? <laughs> but I mean, is it really that surprising? Have you ever tried it? Uh, the game's rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing, though, Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that puts the player in control and winning within reach. I know personally, I've played daily fantasy sports for a while now, and I've won money back in maybe 10 to 20% of those contests. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your very first place. So stathero.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, obviously no space, it's a web address. <laughs> the second segment today, we're talking about training camp in the NFL again. Uh, I'm starting off with one of my favorite gators. Um... By the way, the next three Gators, all Jets. Um, yay! <laughs> so I'm starting with one of my favorite Gators in the NFL, Marcus May. Um, he's had um, uh, an inconsistent camp to this point, at least. He, of course, had an awesome year last year, uh, filling in Jamal Adams' void. Uh, I mean... Better than Jamal Adams was for the Jets, at least. Like, I get it. Jamal's so good. He he's an edge rusher, dude. Like, I'm, I'll get into that later. I'm not even. I'm I'm done with that. I, I brought that up to talk about that he wanted a long term deal done, but it didn't get done by a certain point, and so Marcus May has said, "All right, I'm focusing on playing now." Um, and Marcus May probably, like, he needs to have a big year because he's probably only got one big contract in him. Coming out of college, he was already older than most prospects. That's one of the reasons that he fell a little bit. Um, so he's got probably one fat contract in him, and he's going to earn every bit of that. But uh, in camp so far, he intercepted Zach Wilson, the second overall pick, even though he was the fourth best quarterback in the draft. Um <laughs> And he got beat by Elijah Moore for a touchdown. So that's what I mean when I say up and down, tumultuous, whatever you want to say. Um, again, not, I mean, Elijah Moore is a fantastic route runner. Like, he, he's a he's a very good route runner. I almost dropped an expletive right there. Um, he is a very good route runner. And so, I mean, it's nothing to really worry about that your, that your uh, safety 
can't cover a shifty slot. So, I mean, I'm not super worried about that. But, I mean, in-game, in he's probably going to be asked to cover slots, so he should probably improve there. Uh, next up, Jabari Zuniga, who there's not much to say about him. Uh, he is listed as day-to-day with an ankle injury at this time. But before the injury, he was reportedly having a very strong camp with strong reps with the second team. Um Again, that was before his injury. I'm excited for Jabari Zuniga because he gets to work with Robert Sala, who has who had that ridiculous 49ers pass rush. So every Jets defensive lineman, like I have high expectations for. And of course, Jabari Zuniga is the only Gator there that I really care about. So <laughs> excited to see him kind of hopefully uh, get more consistent reps and be kind of a breakout guy. And then another Gator with the Jets is Lamichael P. Ryan. Uh, He's been rotating in to compete as like running back three on this team behind Michael Carter and uh, Tevin Coleman. But I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, I, I think he's going to break out and earn more snaps. Like, I'm a very big fan of Michael P. Ryan. I was when he was coming out. And I think that the scheme he's in now, because again, this is very similar to the 49ers offensive scheme as well. Uh, I think the scheme he's in now is one that he's really built for. Um, because that's like, to me at least, P. Ryan, like I love his vision. And that's what he really needs in this kind of wide zone scheme. So I'm really looking forward to Michael P. Ryan earning more snaps. we got plenty of time before the regular season. And yeah, I think he can still pick up some snaps and uh, pick up meaningful snaps during the season. Last up for this segment is Kyle Trask, the second round pick quarterback, University of Florida for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um... From what I've heard, Todd Bowles is, uh, I believe the phrase was baptizing him by fire. Um, So Todd Bowles is pretty much throwing everything, including the kitchen sink at Kyle Trask to kind of get him used to what he's going to see more in the NFL when it is eventually, hopefully, his time to be the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, He's had his ups and downs, but to me, from what I've been able to see, uh, his mechanics have improved a bit obviously it's still pretty early on so nothing drastic is probably going to happen yet but his mechanics look a bit improved which is great because one of the reasons that he's had a not super uh powerful arm is his mechanics really so once he cleans that up we're hoping that his arm will loosen up a bit and let him just let that thing sing every now and then um and i mean so far He's not gotten a ton of snaps. Uh, he is obviously not working with the starters right now because, I mean, also reportedly he's been getting less snaps than Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin, uh, both veteran QBs. I'm thinking that when it's all said and done, like one of the reasons Gabbert and Griffin are getting more snaps right now is because one of them probably isn't going to be on this roster uh, by the time the season starts. I can't see the Bucks keeping four quarterbacks. Uh, so... Kyle Trask is almost a lock. Tom Brady's obviously a lock. Uh, Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin are probably getting more snaps right now because they're competing to kind of see if they're even going to have jobs at this point in a, in a few months. And think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds, and I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, and it's a beautiful website, by the way. Bet online currently covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost <clears throat> anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space O N, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Like, trust me, you're going to want to do it. It saves your life, I promise you, because you're going to lose money probably. <laughs> uh, the third segment and the final segment today another Gators rookie. Um, And I'm sorry if I'm talking more about rookies than you'd like, but I feel like it's pretty important to talk about the guys who we've never seen in the NFL before. Uh, So first up, we've got Stone Forsythe. I mean, it's like an unfortunate situation, but it's also good for him. Uh, Stone Forsythe has been running with the ones, apparently, with the Seattle Seahawks. He was a day three pick, and he was a steal. Like, it is still so disrespectful that he went as late as he did. Um, but Cedric Ogboyhi is out right now, so Stone Forsyth is filling in with the ones, which is an awesome thing. And from what I've heard, he's picked up more L's than W's with the ones, but he's also been facing Alvin Smith a lot, who, I mean, man, the dude's a wrecking ball. Um, like, I'm not gonna, I, I don't like Alvin Smith, but like, he's a very good football player. Um, so the fact that Stone Forsyth is even winning some against a former, like, former defensive player of the year caliber player is just i mean again i say former but like it's still like a very impressive thing uh we're talking about an all pro like that's like that's a huge huge deal um former all pro sure but still all pro talent and it's not like he's fallen off because he's bad or worse he's fallen off because he's uh you know had off-field struggles but he looks like he's on the right path so good for him Next up is Quincy Wilson, who is now a New York Giant. Um, he's been a Jet. He's been a Colt. He's moved around a little bit. Uh, luckily for him, he got an in- he got an interception while covering Darius Slayton in one on ones. Again, one on ones don't really mean much because it's literally like you know the ball is going to the guy you're covering, so you know what to expect. Um, and unfortunately for Quincy, there's kind of a logjam between corners at uh or with the Giants, which is weird that there's a logjam because like none of them are really great (laughs) um but a logjam nonetheless so i'm gonna say he has an outside shot at making the roster but this training camp is very important for him and this preseason is very important for him because while i don't think he'll make the giants roster again not because he's not talented enough just because there's too many guys um i think that it's important for him to kind of show out when he can and hopefully get a spot with uh with another team Next up is Van Jefferson, who is a L.A. Ram. Um, I think he's going to, or at least I think he'll take snaps. He's expected to eat up some snaps in this offense on a somewhat consistent basis. Sorry if you hear the helicopter uh, right above my head. Um, But he's expected to eat up snaps on a somewhat consistent basis in this offense. But he's in a pretty crowded wide receiver room. Um, you know, with guys like Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, uh, Tutu Adwell is someone who 
while he's probably not really ready to be a uh, a consistent player, they invested in him, and he's probably going to get C-snaps because of that. They got Deshaun Jackson. So they got a lot of receivers, but Van Jefferson, I think, is genuinely the third, maybe fourth best receiver. And so I'm expecting to see a lot from him. Next up, we've got Tadaro Slayton, the rookie D-tackle uh, from Florida. He's with the Green Bay Packers, and he's been impressing so far in camp. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, like he's so powerful. But it's like, yeah, like no, have you seen the dude? Like, yeah, he's powerful. He's huge. He's a mountain of a man. Uh, so it's just funny that people are like shocked by it, but he's been impressing with his power. He's hopefully going to eat up some snaps. I realize I say that phrase a lot. I didn't realize it until today. Um, but he's also gets a learning behind, uh, Kenny Clark, which is a big deal for him. And while he's not playing the same position exactly as the Darius Smith is also there as is Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary, there's a lot of people to learn from in Green Bay, which is great for Slayton. Uh, next we got Keanu Neal, who we had Dalton Miller on from Pro Football Network a few weeks ago to talk about Keanu Neal shifting from safety to linebacker. And yes, in camp, he has been primarily playing the inside linebacker spot. Uh, he did get an end zone interception in the middle of the field. I believe it was yesterday or the day before, which is just, or well, sorry, I'm recording this on Thursday. So I believe it was Wednesday or Tuesday last week, um, which is fantastic for him. And yeah, he's been making plays, showing out. Hopefully he can earn a spot in this roster, earn a spot in the rotation at linebacker for the Cowboys, no matter how much I hate them. And last is like not an update at all, but Sean Davis, Indianapolis Colts rookie, hasn't been practicing because of a hamstring injury. So there's that. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On. Gators join me tomorrow as we'll talk about the horrible CBS rankings, having the Gators at number 12. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole9Sports.com. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Falcons, hosted by Aaron Freeman, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Don't miss any of the latest updates by Aaron about <clears throat> the highest drafted tight end in NFL history, Kyle Pitts. Betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong teams, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.